Welcome to Red Zone DFS. Happy Thanksgiving. Boys, we got a three-game slate here. We got to get ready. We got to win some extra money to play more slates on Sunday. Guys, we're going to hit you with a quick little 15, 20-minute pod here. Run through the positions. There's not that many players on the slate, so we should be able to get through this one pretty quick. Little Jim bit. and Vin, you guys ready for uh, some Thanksgiving turkey? Oh, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to be um, to be drunk uh, to hopefully not you know to miss most of the uh, first game and enjoy <laughs> the uh, second two games of the day. See, um, I'm so. not gonna be able to enjoy the second game because I'm a Raider fan, so my Thanksgiving's already ruined. Well, yeah, we'll touch on that. Man. I mean, you're probably gonna lose, but we'll we'll touch on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I actually let's... have a hot take for that game. But anyway. I like it. We'll save that for the end. All right, guys, let's hit quarterbacks. Um, again, the, the slate is small, so let's uh, just pick some of our favorite guys here, and we'll roll. Vinny, let's start with you. Ooh, all right. I'm going to leave the two obvious ones here, and I'm just going to go straight into hot mode for this Thursday slate. I am going to be playing a little bit of a red rifle who is made for prime time. <laughs> Andy Dalton here. <laughs> Uh, God. No, everyone just turned off the podcast. All, all, I, all I've heard is this is just Matt Nagy's like last game. Like they're gonna can him after this game. And so, not, did did you hear that they were chanting at a high school football yes. game he was at? Fire Matt Nagy. Yeah, and I think like, he... local news reporter was asking him about it, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that right now. Just leave me alone." <laughs> Nagy's like, "I was just trying to be a dad and like watch my kids." <laughs> It's like, well, dude, be a better coach. Well, but Go to a fucking private but, school. Then. But I think this is the game. Like, again, three-game slate, holiday slate. Like, get weird, right? Like, that's the name of the game here. And I'm just going to play this guy and hope that, like, this is the game that Andy Dalton cements himself into another backup contract next year. You know, like, one good primetime game. People are like, oh, he's got a little left in the tank. and then, But he's really terrible. Like, he's a really bad player. Uh, but they get the Lions who are also atrocious. So I'm not expecting this guy to like smash the split, but he can get 20 points. So I'm just yeah, that's, right down uh, to my man. That's probably not going to be a play for me. Yeah, um, same. I think Lions my, actually pull out their first win with a 12 to like six victory this week. Yeah, it's that's okay. going to be maybe the worst game all year. Uh, the guy <laughs> I'm going to be playing a lot is Derek Carr. Uh, for $400 more than... <sighs> the roadkill redhead that is Andy Andy Dalton, you get Derek Carr. And look, the Raiders look like shit the past few weeks, right? That's an understatement. Look, look, they're in a really tough spot, right? They've just kind of – the wheels have just kind of fallen off from the Gruden thing, the Ruggs thing. But the fact of the matter remains is that now without Ruggs – the the offense has now been reconcentrated down into a couple of guys, right? So for I want to play a stack, and I think you're going to have to get a little bit weird on this slate, you know, because there is only three games. Derek Carr with Renfro and Waller coming back with Gallup and Schultz is going to be my favorite overall stack, and I'm just doing basically the whole fucking game, yeah. right? Uh, I like other components of that game. I think it's obviously probably going to be one of the more popular sides. I think Dallas is going to be the overwhelming popular side on this one. Totally. And they're going to have to throw the ball, the Raiders, a lot. They just are. So 
Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we should, we saw last week how well um, Dallas can cover tight ends with Kelsey just absolutely lighting their ass up. So I think it's going to be a little bit of the same this week. Van, Van Der Esch, their linebackers, Micah Parsons is great, but him and Van Der Esch, they, they can't cover very well, right? So I think Waller is going to be looking at another one of those big-time, you know, like, 15 to 20 to like 16 target games like he had at the beginning of the year, right? So if you're going to play a showdown as well, I think Waller is – this is a good game to do it, and Waller would be a great captain. Yeah, so, no, I like that. Um, the obvious one is Josh Allen. I mean, New Orleans Saints just gave up over 40 points to the Philadelphia Eagles coming off a short week. Fuck. They're going to be in the dome as well. Josh Allen, I think, is um, you know, I think he's getting back on track, trending upwards with our man Fort Knox back in there. They have the highest passer rating between any uh, quarterback receiver combo in the league right now. I told you guys when Knox came back, Josh Allen was going to start getting his stuff together, and he's starting to. Um, I don't know. There's some reason that offense just centers around Knox. He's a great outlet for him, especially in the red zone and getting third downs. So I really like Josh Allen. The stacks are very obvious. Um, you got Diggs, Knox, like I just said. You can even go with Sanders. You can get Gabe Davis in there if you need to go cheap. So – yeah, and on the New Orleans side, you know, there's some. Um, I don't like Trevor Simeon at all, but there's some receivers we can play down low there as well to complete the stack on the expensive side to uh, round it out. So I really like the Buffalo game as well. Makes sense. Yeah, and let me just preface it. I'm gonna be playing Josh Allen. We, yeah, we, yeah. Some of these things, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just coming out hot with the, uh, the red <laughs> rifle here. It's the holiday season, dude. Red rifle, like just just throwing it out there. But I think he's gonna cement in the minds of why Andy Dalton. <laughs> shouldn't be starting any football games anymore. Yeah, that's very possible. It wouldn't shock me. But, um, all right, running but, backs. Yeah, let's move on to running backs. Jim, let's we'll start with you up top. Or wherever yeah. you want to go. Yeah, no, I mean, so running backs, I mean, I think is a um, I think it's a pretty good spot this week. Uh, I, I like David Montgomery as my number one um, for all the reasons we just talked about. Uh you know, Matt Nagy is, you know, potentially going to be fired. Detroit has maybe the worst rushing defense uh, in the entire league. Uh, and they're just going to give the ball to David Montgomery a whole bunch. He He's not coming off the field, right? He's much like the guy on the other side of the ball, DeAndre Swift. But for $1,300 less, I think he presents a much higher, a much higher upside than Swift as Andy Dalton loves to check the ball down. It's kind of the opposite of what we're seeing with the Washington football team, right? Where McKissick's upside just went away because Heineke just runs the ball. He doesn't yeah. dump it off. Well, Andy Dalton is, you know, a, a stiff fart away from being out for the rest <laughs> of the season. And he's not going to run the ball more than two yards at a time. He's going to dump it off to Montgomery um, Detroit does have a decent pass rush. I mean, I think that's probably the best thing that, that they have going for them is their pass rush. Um, so I think my favorite running back of the slate is going to be Montgomery for not only his price, but also the upside that he presents. All right. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to go right to Swift, who you just talked about in the same game. Chicago without Khalil Mack. Uh, I know they're playing decent on defense and everything, but all the reasons we talked about earlier, Nagy, this is probably his last game. These players don't want him there. It's pretty obvious. Um, Swift gets the carries. Even with Jamal Williams back, Swift is just 
going he, off. He He's playing that off. well. Yeah. yeah. And without that edge presence, you know, that's, I love playing a running back without that edge presence of Khalil Mack. Yep. Um, and it's proven, especially even with Jared Goff out, they're going to be dumping it off even more to Swift. So I feel like Swift is a absolute lock this week. That I'm going to be thrown in almost every lineup. He's my favorite running back on the slate. Vinny, right. let's go to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if I had a bullet, obviously he's going to be, my guess is really chalky unless we'll see what the passing attack looks like. But Zeke's really hard to ignore in this spot. I mean, the, the Raiders' <laughs> rush defense is just not good, right? No. Uh, I know everybody wants to, to tout Pollard, and, you know, he looks like he's got burst, and, you know, he makes some explosive plays. But this is a game where you could see Zeke popping in, like, three touchdowns, you know? Um, yes. So – I really hope the passing attack is is chalky and Zeke is not coming in quite as owned. But um, either way, I'm going to have a lot of shares. I just think that's you know the definition of, of kind of good chalk, right? You just eat it and just move on. Um, especially because there is a lot of paydown options this week. Like you can easily fit Zeke and another, you know, digs or something in and like build your lineup pretty solid this week. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good week. Um, and on one of these short slates, I think you got to just try and get a little bit weird. Um, I think this is a good week to jam in like Montgomery, Swift, and Zeke all mm-hmm. into a lineup. And then you can, however you need to fill it out from there, then, then you fill it out. Right. Yeah. But like, I personally would prefer to do that. Um, than then to try and pick between one of these three. Yeah. I think either playing a running back in your flex or a tight end in your flex is going to ha- going to give you a significant um, differentiator against everybody else. Um, be really interested to see if uh, they they said that Amari Cooper has been like he's he's fine. He's asymptomatic. Um, he's still subject to an automatic ten day quarantine. Mm-hmm. because he's unvaccinated so he's for sure out if yeah. lamb doesn't clear concussion protocol then like shit opens wide up right yeah. because then you have like cedric wilson down here for, oh you know we're leaking into the the wide receivers but there's so there'll be so much more value that i'll just take all of the good running backs yep and put them on one lineup which i yep. don't think that a lot of people are going to do i could be wrong but I think people are going to try and pay up for one running back and then go down and like pay for like a Matt Breida because he's been getting involved in the passing game. Or like you said, Vinny, like Tony Pollard, right? Well, and you got to remember most people, most fish are going to just jam Josh Allen or Dak in that lineup. Right. Mm -hmm. So right there is 2000, you know, 1500 that like you're getting an advantage on, right. That, Like you said, you're not going to be able to get all three running backs and you know, one big pay up receiver. So Right there, you're different. If you do one, one thing to be mentioned is Mark Ingram was a non-participant in practice again today, Tuesday, two days in a row in a short oh week. God. So there's running backs to choose from here. We got Tony Jones Jr., which is probably the likely guy that's going to get to the carries. Who? I know. Jesus. So on a, on a big slate, right, we never play these guys because it's like we don't know who these guys are. Yeah, exactly. But Tom Jones? Slate. <laughs> no, Tony Jones Jr. <laughs> So he's the one that got three carries like last week to spell Ingram. So I'm assuming if Ingram doesn't play, Tony Jones is going to be getting the carries. Yeah. Man. Now, it's <laughs> it's tough sledding. I'm going to see if the Saints um, last week they're missing both their starting tackles. If they're both playing this week, I'm definitely going to throw in either an Ingram or like a Tony Jones. 
Totally. Um, I don't like it. Last week I stacked the Eagles defense on most um, slates last week because of the fact that both their tackles were out and look yep. what happened. But, the, you know, they scored in all that garbage time and the Eagles. Are I also, play. like, I kind of hope Kamara misses too because I'll, I've been playing Mark Ingram the last two weeks and he's been fine. Like, 20 yeah. points and then well, 16 Kamara's points. Not, like, Kamara's not playing, dude. But Ingram, like, he's not what he once was, but that's okay. Like, he's getting 15 carries. So that's game. what I mean. If Ingram doesn't play, because he's getting like he's getting the shares. Dude, and he's know? getting like seven, eight receiving targets a game, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so like I think his floor is relatively high for his price, you know, 6,200. Like, yeah, the injury report would be worth monitoring. Um, one guy I just really wish I could play, I just they just don't give him the ball is Josh Jacobs. Like, I don't know why he's been a first round. I know why. This guy, their like, offensive line can't block, Vinny. Yeah, it's not very. Dude, good. he's getting no. nine carries a no, game because Vinny he does nine. everything. He literally breaks three tackles to gain a yard. It's wildly bad. It's unbelievable. Well, and so and the thing the thing is too is that Josh Jacobs excels with with the power run game with a fullback, right? So with Alk Ingold now being hurt, right? They they don't have yeah. that anymore. And now that Gruden's gone, who literally. You know, say what you want about their offense. He's the one who designed the offense, who drew up the play sheet every week, right? And they just – I mean, that's why, like, if you're going to play a running back from the Raiders, I think you should probably play Drake. Totally, yeah. Right? I'm just saying uh, from a talent perspective, like, I wish J- Jacobs just got it because he's a good player. He just is – Yeah, he's a good player, there, but, like, but you saw it again last it's week. It's a bad like, situation. Tar- tar- yeah. Targeted three times, he had two drops. Yeah, right? totally. So – in a game where they're probably going to be trailing, uh, it's just like, Car- they, yes, they should run the ball to try and control the clock and keep Dallas off the field. But I just, no, yeah, it's not they haven't happen. shown the ability to do that yet because their offensive line is just not very good. Yeah, um, I hear you. They can run against is, bad teams, and that's it. And Dallas is not is, a bad defense. Is, is so. Richie Incognito coming back ever, or is he no, just like no way? He's, Achilles, lost, he's, he's lost somewhere. He's supposed Sin to come City. back week one with from that Achilles, and it's not going well. I mean, the guy's like fifty, so he, he's in Sin wow. City, just tipping over cars somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. But, ripping, all right, guys, let's re, let's move on to receivers. I, yeah, I mean, Diggs is the obvious one, right? But yeah, let's mention some, like, people that we dark, haven't talked about in our stacks. Yeah, there's um, some dart throws here. What do you guys like? I like Mooney, man. So I played a lot of Mooney last week. He had that huge play. We loved Mooney last year. Um, yeah. Fields doesn't quite know how to get his guys the ball right in the red zone in certain situations as of yet in his career. Say what you want about Andy Dalton, like I we were, but Andy Dalton will take some shots mm-hmm. and Mooney will make some plays. Um, Allen Robinson's probably going to miss again this week, right? I think he's already listed as oh, he's questionable, but I mean, it's not looking good on a short week, right? Yeah. So if Robinson's out, I really like Mooney um, outside of any stacks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I think Gallup is just a guy that I'm just going to force basically into all my lineups this week. Hard not um, to. For, for 5900 he's literally $2,000 less than Stephon Diggs, and I think he has about the same ceiling as Diggs this week just because I think the Bills are going to beat the living shit out of <laughs> New Orleans. And, I mean, he, he's just a guy that, you know, I, I like Mooney. I wish that Fields was still in there because noodle arm Andy Dalton, I don't think he can utilize the speed of Mooney quite like, you know, we were hoping. So Gallup is really going to be my number one guy this week that I'm going to force in there. Vinny, you got a guy that's outside of the stacks kind of that you like? Yeah. I really like Emmanuel Sanders this week. Um, 
he's just, I mean, his price is so right, uh, right there at 4,800. Uh, oh. We've seen him have big games before, you know, he's getting five, six targets. So he can easily pop one in there. Um, the last guy I'll mention is Traquan Smith. Three weeks in a row now. He had eight targets last week again. He is the number one receiver in the offense right now. Semyon's not good, but Semyon is also not terrible for fantasy, right? Like last week he proved it. He can actually throw the ball around a little bit. Um, He's not great, but Traquan Smith's number one. Give me one touchdown from a 4,400 and we're in business. So Traquan Smith's going to be on a lot of my lineups this week. Yeah, and I think the obvious name's right. I mean, we all love Hunter Renfro. He's got to be in your player pool. And then – if I'm going down, I mean, I don't know why Cedric Wilson's still 3,500. Like, I know well, he, it's because they had to do the pricing early. Yeah, like uh, likely the pricing was already done before the games last week, right? Right, because it's a three-game slate, and you know who knew they didn't. You know, it's tough to predict the COVID thing. And then CD Lamb gets a concussion during the game. So, like, yeah. that was what I was talking about earlier. Like, if Lamb is out, mm-hmm. like, those are two guys you just have to force in there. <laughs> yeah. One guy, I guess I'll throw out there's another dart throw, depending if he plays. I really hope Goff plays one, so I don't have to watch Tim Boyle play another football game. But if Goff plays, Josh Reynolds, like, just joined the Lions and he's like receiver one there. And he yeah. is 3,000. So, yeah, like, if he's if if he, he I mean, even if Goff doesn't play, if he's active, I think you have to take a shot on a guy like that. Um, I don't know, man. Did you see Tim Boyle's stat line last week? It's bad. Yeah, let's not talk about. I can't talk about Tim Boyle. Yeah, let's let's move on to tight ends. We're already getting a little long here. Um, we yeah. talked about Waller being the, a guy. Schultz definitely being a guy. Knox definitely being a guy. Is there anyone else in here that you guys are maybe targeting outside of the stack? I mean, I think that. You have to look at Komet with mm-hmm. with Andy Dalton. I mean, Andy Dalton doesn't throw the ball very far downfield, right? Like, if I don't, me personally, I would rather think play Komet over Mooney just because I think that that's, there's going to be a little bit more opportunity there. And then with Adam Troutman now being out for the year, Juwan Johnson at 2,600 yeah. is an ultimate pay down. Yeah. Um, for me, I think that, like – I don't know how owned he's going to be, but I mean, if, I, I feel like he might be fairly, fairly highly owned because like you guys said, a lot of people are going to play Allen and dig. So the only other guy I'm going to throw his name out there and I want to puke my mouth saying it, but he out targeted Cole Komet last week. And that's no, Jimmy Graham. No, no, I, I I'm telling you, dude, I don't know why Matt Nagy. No, I can see Jimmy. I can see Jimmy him. Graham getting a uh, Thanksgiving touchdown. For I'm sure. you, that's great. It's, it's not going to be on my lineup. That's fair, but just throwing it out there. All right, guys, um, defense. I'm just gonna spin the there's, wheel and I'm throwing lions. No, I'm throwing lions out almost every lineup. I think. No, I'm just playing the Bills in every single lineup. <laughs> it's it's just, I mean, they're 31. I have no idea why the Bills are so cheap on this slate against the freaking Saints. They should be probably, I don't know. I think I feel like the Bills should be. Maybe thirty eight or thirty nine hundred on this slate. Yeah, I mean they they they're the team with the highest upside out of any defense, I think. Yeah, I mean, again, if Tim Boyle starts, I'll play a lot of Bears. Like Tim Boyle might be the worst quarterback in the league, but everyone's going to sure. So for a hundred dollars more, I'll play a team who I think has an actual better defense in the Bills. 
going up against Trevor Simeon, which I don't know if there's a big difference between him and Tim Boyle. Oh, oh there's a difference. But, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All, All right. right. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Good luck on the three-game slate. Do some showdowns. And, uh, yeah, if you guys win, post your winnings and tag us on Twitter. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Later. Peace.